Welcome to Finding Forgiveness, a Fraser 365 devotional. I'm Chris Montgomery, the senior pastor at Fraser Church, and we're excited you've joined us for this study. May the Lord bless you as we learn about His forgiveness. This is day 25 of Finding Forgiveness. Our title today is The Blessings. St. Augustine said, God is more anxious to bestow His blessings on us than we are to receive them. Our text today is Genesis 48, verses 1 through 22. After this, Joseph was told, Behold, your father is ill. So he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And it was told to Jacob, Your son Joseph has come to you. Then Israel summoned his strength and sat up in bed. And Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you and I will make you a company of peoples and will give this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine, as Reuben and Simeon are, and the children that you fathered after them shall be yours. They shall be called by the name of their brothers in their inheritance. As for me, as for me, when I came from Padan to my sorrow, Rachel died in the land of Canaan on the way, when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. When Israel saw Joseph's sons, he said, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, They are my sons, whom God has given me here. And he said, Bring them to me, please, that I may bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age, so that he could not see. So Joseph brought them near him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face, and behold, God has let me see your offspring also. Then Joseph removed them from his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand towards Israel's right hand, and brought them near him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was the younger, and his left hand on the head of Manasseh crossing his hands, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys, and in them let my name be carried on, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. When Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him, and he took his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not this way, my father, since this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. Nevertheless, his younger brother shall be greater than he. And his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, By you, 
Israel will pronounce blessings, saying, God made you as Ephraim and Manasseh. Thus he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am about to die, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you, rather than to your brothers, one mountain slope that I took from the hand of the Amorites with my sword and with my bow. Jacob is nearing death, and Joseph takes his two sons to Jacob so that he could bless them. Wilbur Williams' commentary, Genesis, a commentary for Bible students, provides great explanation to this Old Testament practice. Most societies honored the eldest son simply because he was the eldest. Compare Isaac with respect to Esau. Generally, the eldest was honored with double inheritance, and eventually, after the passing of the father, the leadership position of the family. Such a cultural custom did breed jealousy. Compare Ishmael and Isaac. Alienation. Compare Sarah and Hagar. Intrigue, deceit, and even hatred. Compare Esau and Jacob. Needless to say, this custom could also interfere with God's plan. God considers the gifts and abilities with which a person is endowed. God wanted his leaders to possess leadership ability. When a leader was selected on the basis of age or height or both, such as with Samuel's near mistake of thinking that Jesse's oldest and tallest son, Eliab, was the one God had chosen to replace Saul, it usually missed the mark intended by God. We need only witness how many men God chose to be leaders who were not the eldest sons in their family. Jacob adopts his two grandsons, Manasseh and Ephraim, as if they were his own sons. He gives them the same rights as his other sons. This explains why, in the tribal allotments, only 11 sons received bordered geographical areas. Levi was allotted 48 cities distributed throughout the other tribal areas. But Joseph's allotment was divided between his sons, in effect, giving him a double portion and bringing the number of tribes to 12. So Jacob, now with extremely poor vision, blesses Joseph's two sons. In the traditional blessing of two sons, the right hand is placed on the oldest, while the left hand is placed on the youngest. When Jacob started the blessing, he swapped his hands. He put his right hand on the younger son, Ephraim, rather than on the oldest son, Manasseh. When Joseph saw this obvious mistake, he tried to correct it by changing his father's hands. John Phillips explains why Jacob did this. This was not just the stubbornness of an old man used to having his own way. It was not a personal preference, but a prophetic pronouncement. Jacob was a true prophet, for Ephraim certainly became the greater of the two tribes. Ephraim became so dominant that, after ten tribes broke away to set up its rival kingdom, it was Jeroboam, an Ephraimite, who led the rebellion. As time wore on, the tribe of Ephraim gave its name to the entire northern kingdom. Consider these questions. A parent's blessing can be both powerful and prophetic. Have you ever thought about praying a spiritual blessing over your children or receiving one from your parents? What do you think Joseph's sons experienced as Jacob gave them their blessing? Read the ironic blessing found in Numbers 6, 23-27.
This blessing is commonly used in certain liturgies and prayed over congregations. It is known as the priestly blessing. What are your thoughts on this blessing? Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. Pray with me. Lord, thank you for your many blessings. Teach us how to be effective in blessing all of the people around us through our lives. Amen. Amen.